1: Everyone and welcome to What's Your Why with Monica L Garrison, and we have a great guest today. But you know what today is? It's May 9th. Today's my birthday, so I am hosting my favorite show, What's Your Why, and it's my birthday. Blessed to see another day. Um, one of the things that I want to touch on very briefly before I bring on the guest is staying in truth and speaking your truth. Um, And I was telling Jamila uh, just before coming on air uh, that it's been an interesting week and it's already turning out to be an interesting month. And um, I was uh, a guest on a radio show this past uh, week. And uh, the conversation... um, we talked about a lot of different things. One of the things that we did talk about, and that I brought up, was uh, no is a complete answer, and it's a complete sentence, and it doesn't matter um, how the other person feels about you. And I think we get in this habit of having to explain ourselves if we someone asks us something, and we say no, we want to say. No, because, or this is why I can't, or this is why I won't be able to make it, as 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 opposed to just simply saying no and letting that be the final. Because uh, what really happens is when you say no to a person, when they want you to say yes, they are the ones with the problem. They are typically upset, or they, well, why can't you? Or, or almost as if to guilt you into saying yes, because it becomes about them and not about you. Um, I say to you to continue to, to speak your truth and living your truth. If something, it, it, I mean, even if you just want to stay at home and binge watch TV, that's your right to do that. Do you have to give an a, a, a explanation? Do you have to give an answer to why you don't want to go to a party or why you don't want to do something for someone? Absolutely not. So we need to get out of this habit of always having to explain ourselves, always having to, Um, get permission you don't need any permission to be you the only permission you need in approval is from yourself and um, all of the advice I give I listen to um, because I feel like I'm talking to myself as well so the interesting thing happened uh, following that interview I experienced an encounter with someone where they was not complete with my answer and thought that I owed them more and when I didn't give them more and said no thank you I feel that what I've provided you is sufficient um it became I was a problem or you got an attitude and it's no I don't have an attitude it's just that you're upset because I didn't give you what you wanted you wanted to continue and bait me into a conversation that I felt wasn't necessary. You also have to protect your space as well. Please do that. You have complete control of your space, over what you allow into your life. And if someone wants to have a conversation that you know is not going to go in the right direction, do yourself a favor by not having that conversation and saying it's not necessary and being okay with walking away and saying no. Uh, because otherwise it ends up disturbing your peace, you end up, they release on you, dump on you, express how they feel and their anger and their frustration, they walk away, and now you're left holding all of that emotion and all that negative energy. So saying no and being okay with letting go and walking away is my advice for the week. I I can't come on the air and not give advice (laughs) and not... Um, share with you some of my experiences and so that is my gift to you. So let's get into uh, my beautiful guest that I have joining me uh, today. Her name is Jamila Motley Brown. She is a self-taught interior designer and founder of JM Interior Stylings LLC. Her purpose in life is to transform homes into beautiful spaces filled with beauty and comfort, ensuring that her client's home rises up to hug them every time they walk in. I like that. Um, as creative and solutions-oriented thinker, she eagerly takes on a task of giving families the beautiful and functional space they deserve. She specializes in transform in transforming rooms through redesign, providing tools and plans for client, clients to DIY through design coaching or increasing clients' selling potential through home staging. So, everyone, let's give a warm welcome to Jamila and welcome her to the show. Hi, Jamila. Hey, 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 how are you? I'm great. Thank you for joining me today on What's Your Why? Um, I really like that. Transforming homes into beautiful spaces, so it, it it rises up to hug them when they walk in. I've never heard that described quite like that before, so that's very unique.
0: Yeah, I, I just feel like that's what we deserve. You know, we deserve spaces. You know, you should want to be at home. You should want to feel like you are at home when you're when you're there, it it just should create a, a space that really, um, you know, warms and comforts you. And
1: I just feel like that's what we all deserve. We do because our home is our castle. It's our sanctuary. So when you walk through that door, it should feel peaceful and serene. And and look beautiful, so I I really love that. Um, it should be welcoming and inviting, and if not, there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there there's a absolutely a problem, problem. <laughs> and I will
0: definitely be happy to help if that is the problem.
1: <laughs> absolutely, I am I am a huge fan of of HGTV. I'm addicted to the shows. I I DVR a, a lot of those. Programs. I was so sad when Fixer Upper and Joanne Gaines, like, oh my God, her and Chip. <laughs> you know that show. Oh my show.
0: goodness.
1: Um, uh, what what's my other one? Flip and flop with Tarek and Christina. <laughs> but now it's like it's ventured off. Now I'm addicted to the Flip and Flop Atlanta, the the Nashville. 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 Yep. I know, right. <laughs> I love those shows, and you get so caught up in the, the characters and the people, but I have gotten so many um, ideas, and just from watching those shows over, over the years, that for me, I just want to see the big reveal. I want to see how they transform and redesign a, a house that that is so run down that is the, the, the ugly house on the block and they turn it into a beautiful space that when you walk in, it is almost as if it hugs you because you're like, wow, look how bright and beautiful this home is. Um, in your bio, I read that you uh, are self-taught interior designer. I, I, I'm curious about that. How did you get into um, interior design? What What was your motivation behind that? What's your why? Yeah, um, so it all started, oddly enough, it
0: all started 20 years ago. Um, okay. I was um, 12 years old, and mm-hmm. I – was just determined from seeing HGTV. And um, I was a big fan of um, the show called Trading Spaces on TLC. Yes. And oh. I was, I just, I just knew then, I'm like, I'm going to be an interior designer. Anybody who asks me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Interior designer. Like that was just, that was just my mm-hmm. thing. Um, and I remember, you know, over the years as a teenager, I sort of started buying I mean I don't know what other teenagers were into, but I was into buying accessories and, and decor from my room. Um <laughs> I was buying like wall sconces and I had a, a mosquito net for over my bed, you know, oh, wow ottomans for the for the end of my bed. Like I was really like I I was that into it. I took the knobs off of my dresser so that I could paint them. Like I just was that was that was my thing. And yep. so I went to college and mm-hmm. um majored in interior design, and okay. I remember um, my freshman year, I the second semester, I was on campus walking, and I get a call from my dad. And my dad didn't call me that much during college, so I knew that when he called, it was for a reason. Um, okay. So he calls me, and he's like, you know, hey, um, your school is really expensive. I'm only paying for four years. Um, so oh, you yeah. need to go talk to your advisor. It's like, go talk to your advisor. Make sure that you are on a four-year track, whatever major, whatever, you know, thing, what, whatever you need to do to make sure you graduate in four years, I need you to do that. Um, so I made a line across campus to my academic advisor. Uh-huh. And as we were talking about it, you know, she was like, well, you know, typically this program takes about five years. Sometimes it takes people six years. And I just was kind of, like, I was crestfallen because I'm like, I I can't do that. Like, I can't have, you know, he just, he was very Mm -hmm. serious about it. Um, And at that time, I was too young um, to sort of realize, like, okay, well, maybe if you, you know, tried really hard and, and did some put some, some extra time investing in and studying. Maybe you can make it out in the four years. I was just like, okay, you know, I need to get out in four years. I need to do what my dad said. Um, so mm-hmm. let me find another major that I can get out in four years that I'm still, you know, good at and, you know, I have this art and design minor because I've done, taking all these courses and, you know, this is my plan. So i developed a new plan and still had that same interest. Still was you know, looking and, and reading and, you know, mm-hmm. doing all of those things all the whole time. And so I started in PR directly after graduation. Shortly after that I transitioned to education and was in education for eight years I think. And okay. um was was found some passion and some joy helping um youth and helping them um, helping, supporting their progress in their education. I, I, you know, education was was a big thing okay. for my parents. So, you know, I, I found some joy in that. Um, but I would say, in my last role, my peace was disrupted, and Ooh. it was it was it was like I had to do something differently. So this role was focused on college for kids, um, and okay. I'm managing you know, these college counselors and I'm supporting them and getting them, you know, different trainings and, you know, I'm I'm coordinating college tours for kids and I'm doing mm-hmm. all these things. And this whole mindset about like the kids can be whatever they want to be and they can do whatever they want to do and they can pursue whatever they want to pursue. It was like I, I'm trying to 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 make that the mindset for all when I clearly don't believe that if I haven't been true to my purpose and haven't fully Mm -hmm. pursued what I wanted to do. Um, So I started to feel inauthentic in my, like my, like I said, my peace was disrupted. I didn't, I didn't feel, I didn't didn't feel like I was, I was where I needed to be any longer. Um, And so I I was a little confused about what to do. And so I I hired a career coach
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you know, he had me write out my goals, like, what are you hoping to gain from working with them? And I thought I talked about, like, creativity and passion projects and all these different things. And so after a few sessions, he said, you know, Jamila, um, I'm hearing you talk about passion projects and I'm hearing you, you know, talk about interior design. And what I'm hearing you describe is not a passion project. Um, what I'm hearing you describe is a business. Mm. and i was kind of like oh okay and he was like you sound uncomfortable i'm like you know i am um because <laughs> i was thinking <laughs> i was thinking you know like you know just a little side project so, you know i just wasn't thinking big enough um and from that day um i had that phone call with him at 6 um okay By 8 o'clock, we were um, at the Michelle Obama Becoming Tour. Um, So it was just layers and layers upon, like, of, like, inspiration and challenging, like, challenging who I thought that I was becoming and who I wanted to become. And um, from that day forward, it just started snowballing. Um, You -hmm. know, that was a Thursday By Monday, I was having a meeting with a young lady that I had met, and it turned out that she was a business advisor, and so she started helping me figuring out, like, what type of business structure I needed and what what, all I needed, you know, to have in place to start a business, Um, you know, and then things just kept moving and moving and moving, Um, and by the end of November, you know, I was Mm -hmm. leaving my job. Um, oh, December, wow. I dedicated, yeah, yeah. December, I dedicated to, um, you know, getting my business off the ground. On December 28th, I received an email from the state of Illinois um, saying that my LLC had been formed and officially launched in February
1: mm-hmm. of
0: 2019. Okay. So it has all sort of like this path. It Once I started to start into my purpose, it just started moving and moving and moving. Had my first client in December before I even officially launched. Um, And just have been moving since then. Um, I I feel so incredibly grateful that, you know, I I listened and that um, even though I am a career changer and, you know, I've taken some online certifications and done some studying, and I have some interior design mentors that I work under. Um, you know, I feel confident that the projects that come to me are, mm-hmm. are where I need to be. And I've been stretched before. I've been tested before. Um, I, and I've always risen to the occasion during those tests. Okay. so i'm com- I just have this certain level of confidence now that um you know i can I can be successful and I can put forth the same level of effort that I've put forth for other organizations for their benefit and their success for myself and I'm so excited about it
1: and you know you touched on a lot of things that resonate uh resonated with me, and one is is listening and and following. Your passion and what speaks to you. My background is in human resources, and I've gone to school for human resources and business management. But my passion is to do the things that I that I currently do, and stepping um, away from that. And a lot of the things that I was doing, I finally said, you know what, I need to. I need to create all these things that I'm creating. I now need to create a structure around it. So I officially did my LLC and it was Halo Global LLC. And then all of the things that I've been creating within Brace Your Beautiful Women's Retreat, the What's Next Conference, the 17 Reasons of Pair. I started putting all of those things under there because it spoke to me. And, and you do have to um, – it's almost as if you have to quiet that inner that inner critic within you because there's that little voice that will say are you you're not enough or you don't have Mm -hmm. enough experience or you don't have enough education or who do you think you are who's gonna listen to you who's gonna be your client I mean you know you get all of these things within you that tell you why it will not be successful but that is the test the test you get tested in so many ways as an entrepreneur, and when you are stepping out on faith and believing in yourself, but one of the greatest tests is is not allowing that voice, um, that doubt to seep in to the point where it creates that uh, that that um, that feeling within you where you just say no. And you don't do anything. You stop and you stay Mm -hmm. into a position or a job, career, whatever, that's not feeding your spirit. So I commend you. I I, I love when I hear people's stories about their why and and how they kind of turned it around for them to, to step out there on that limb and to move their life into a different direction. Because you get so much peace and happiness. When you do what you're supposed to do and answer that calling and do what really feeds your spirit because it doesn't feel like work. You know. Um it doesn't. <laughs> you know, you were in education. Yeah, it doesn't and like you said, it disrupts your spirit. That's a sign that most people do not ever acknowledge. When you are feeling incomplete, you know, dissatisfied with life itself or what you do um, every day, that's a sign that you're not doing what you're supposed to do. And you need to move into that direction that will feed your spirit because in turn, when you are happy doing what you love, it shows up in, in your work and then you attract those clients that come to you. And like you said, that, you know, you got your first client even before you had everything put in order. That wasn't a mistake. I don't believe in coincidence. You know, everything happens for a re- reason at the time that it's supposed to happen. Exactly. And um, sometimes it's not about education, it's about experience, it's about knowledge, and it's about passion, you know. And for most entrepreneurs, a lot of us, don't have the the background quote-unquote or education in our field it's our life experience and knowledge and passion for what we do that creates the success and um uh we we have to kind of get out of our own way and let things just happen naturally um and so I commend Mm -hmm. you for that I think that's why I love having people on the show to hear their why and to find out their their story so, for you, how yeah. did you over overcome fear? Um, you know, was it difficult for you to to step away from education and to say, "You know what interior design is, is what I want to do. this is what feeds my spirit how How was it to really take that leap
0: um so it was it's funny because um exactly what you were talking about, like just that inner critic and that that like am I enough and all of those things it, those is really just fear. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, fear, fear sounds reasonable. Fear sounds like, well, I don't have a degree in this. Fear sounds like, well, you know, I don't know anybody else who's done this. Fear sounds like, well, you know, it, it sounds reasonable. It sounds rational, rational. It sounds like what you should consider before you make a move. Um, but yep. what we, what we also know is that, you know, the people who are the great creators, they stepped out on faith. They don't all have degrees in what they're doing. Um, you know, they they just they moved. They moved. They moved with their passion. They moved with their with their feelings. And and you know, some of them did fail. But in those failures, they learned and they grew and they got better mm-hmm. and they moved forward. Um, and so, you know, I had I had my husband was, has been very supportive. Um, very, very supportive. My family has been very supportive. Um, I did, That's you know, great. encounter some people who, you know, well, well, what are you doing? Girl, you, you got a sweet job. Why would you do that? Why would you leave? Why would you this? Why would you that? Um, but I couldn't listen to those people um, because I knew that that, that air quote, sweet job was not fulfilling and the money was not worth it. <laughs> Like when when you're in a space where your peace is disrupted, where you don't feel good about mm-hmm. what you're doing, where you don't feel like you're being authentic, it doesn't matter how much money you're making, you won't feel like it's worth it because you will be miserable. Um, and I just enjoy my peace and my comfort way more than, you know, any dollar amount. So that's how I have it. That's part of the reason why. You know my 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 goal is to bring peace and bring comfort i I'm huge on that um, that that's self-care and all of those things like yep. and, and walking in faith I hope that that's reflected you know in my messaging about my business because that is like that's a huge part of my life and my passion and, and my purpose and that's I want to walk in peace and bring that to people help them cultivate that peaceful environment in their homes and i can't I can't let fear swallow me up and keep me from doing that um it's just not it's not I can't help people that way um and mm-hmm. once i started to once I started to to ignore the little fears and move forward, the rest took care of itself once you start walking in that direction yep. in the direction you're supposed to head um you know. And you you gain confidence as you go, because it's like you left this sweet job and what's wrong with you? And then I get my first client before I even launch. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. like okay, I'm I'm walking in the right direction. I'm doing what I need to do. Um, you know, I'm I've met people. Um, you know, over the course of the last five or six months, who have sort of taken me under their wing giving me sure. incredible resources that took them years to develop but handed it to me and said here Jamila you can have this because i believe in you um mm-hmm. just just that that level of of favor and that level of generosity that i've received
1: mm-hmm. in
0: walking this path has let me know that those fears were keeping me from that like if if I had listened to the fears and been like, no, Jamila, you know, you don't have, you're not enough, trained well enough, and all those things, I wouldn't have received any of those things, and I would much rather have received those things and been a little afraid than to be yep. safe and, you know,
1: miserable. One of the things that when you are working on yourself is that. People in our life, they love us, and and but I, one thing you have to know is that everyone give advice based off of their, off of where they are in life, off of their limiting beliefs or or experiences. So when someone you know will say, "Don't do that," that's out of fear, and that you know because they can't see beyond you know that this could possibly potentially be something great. I was just recently listening to, it's about a four minute. Uh, YouTube video where Jay-Z was talking um, and one of the things he said was that his uncle told him, oh, man, you crazy. No one ever, you know, you're not going to get signed when he was striving to be a rapper, you know, growing up in Marcy projects. And he said, he told him, you'll never sell a million records. And he said he has gone on to, to go above and beyond a million times over a million records, owning a record company and being successful. And one thing he said was that I know that my uncle only said that because he couldn't see my dream. My dream was too big for him. That's why it's my dream. And it wasn't his because he couldn't see it, but he's now benefiting from my belief in myself. And one of the things that he said in that video was that you got to believe like crazy you got to have this unbelievable belief and you have to turn a deaf ear to all of those people and things around you that say that it's impossible in order to get that success he was like because i started Mm -hmm. from the projects i started from nothing you know i didn't have anything you know and i am standing here i'm telling you it's possible and i listen to that um you know i like to listen to a lot of affirmations you know um And motivational things to keep me fired up and pumped because you have to keep going. And when you step out on faith, stuff starts coming to you. You start meeting people. You start being in the right place at the right time. And things that, like you said, that took them years to get that knowledge, they're giving it to you. And so that's Mm -hmm. that blessing. That's that favor. But uh, if you don't step out there, you never get it. You never get those connections because you're not willing to um, take a chance. So what you call your connections and and the you mentioned that you you know you are being mentored um, by experts and and having some some phenomenal relationships. do you consider that as team building for you uh, uh, as an entrepreneur like I don't have a staff and I don't have you know, uh, people working with me, but I do have a team of people that are phenomenal at what they do that I team up with and work in order to fulfill my vision and the things that I want to do. How important is that to have a team? It's incredibly important. I have, you know, I I feel like um, as I reflected
0: over my life, I realized that any time that I've had incredible success and gotten to a goal, it's because I've had, I've surrounded myself with people who can support the goal that I'm reaching. Um, uh-huh. So there was a point in my time, you know, I needed to lose some weight. Um, and so I had a trainer. I had a dietitian, I had um, an accountability partner. And I had uh-huh. a, a weight loss program that I was following. And 40 pounds later, I, I met my goal. Um, and so that's when I when I started to feel my peace disrupted, I was like okay, I need to to put a team in place to help me get to goal so that's why I hired a career coach. I'm seeing a therapist. I am you know working with my mentors and, and calling them and talking to them um, and that was during sort of that transitional period and then once I sort of put my put my my business out there and and started really working on it, I started talking to other mentors. I've got two design mentors, one who will let me shadow her um, any Mm -hmm. day that I choose, and another who will let me work on site with her. Um, And they have been incredibly generous with their time and showcasing me, answering any questions that I have, um, started doing some online coursework. I still you know, speak to other mentors like who okay. are entrepreneurs to help me sort of get that get that business savvy mindset. I still have my business advisor um that I talk to that to, to help me move forward. Um and, and like you, I listen to a lot of messages and a lot of um books and a lot of uh workshops and webinars and seminars, all of those absolutely help me lift myself up. Um, you know, you need all of those things. You, you, you have to create an environment that will allow you to become successful and that if you don't have the people in place and you, know, you haven't come across someone who can be your mentor, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would encourage people to, to go to YouTube and find the business um, leader who is on YouTube who has the level of success that you want or has the type of business that you want or find the books that 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 talk about what you want. I find podcasts like this. If you need to figure out your why, you can listen to, you know, you can listen to my hey. in interviews and figure, you know, like you can figure, it can help yeah. you figure out your why. Um, so I I think it's incredibly important to to have people around you and to have tools Absolutely. and resources around you to support your success and your goals.
1: It, it it is critical in in this day and age to surround yourself with like-minded people, with positive people, with dreamers, with open-minded people that is rooting you on. Um and I often say I I do also a Facebook live um show with a young lady Iris Nicole Patterson and and we don't have a set time. We just we just jump on and be like, "Okay, let's do it." And we end up getting over a thousand views and so many people that end up messaging the both of us to say how, what we, our message and what we put out there was right on time and how it helped them. And one of the things her and I always talk about is one accountability and having and surrounding yourself with people that will support you and want to see you succeed and your success is their success. And, um, having that network of support, because it's critical. And sometimes you have to um, kind of slow down, cut back, and cut out people in your life that mm-hmm. that um, it, that can't see your vision or cannot, I like to call it that crap-in-a-bucket mentality that they cannot see beyond, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, hey, girl, that's a good job, but you're miserable. And it was like, so you want me to be miserable <laughs> because, quote, unquote, is good your perception of good is not my perception of what is good what's good is is my peace of mind so for you as you continue to grow in your business and and you know you stepping out of there getting out of education have you found that it's almost (laughs) a necessary evil and I don't want to put a negative um, connotation on it but do you find that it's necessary to surround yourself more with people that are in alignment with your goals and what you want out of life
0: Absolutely. Um, I think um, I'm grateful for having friends who, you know, uplift me, having a husband who supports me and yeah. a family who, who believes in me. I think that's incredibly important. Um, if you don't have those things, though, because, you know, I've, I've had other phases of life, um, mm-hmm. you know, before him, um, you know, or before, you know, you know, me, you know people are in different spaces and they, they're they're they grow into who they are now. And so, um, you know, in the yep. past, I, I've, I've faced people who weren't necessarily that supportive or who had a limited vision, um, even though, you know, I, I I don't fault my father for, you know, encouraging me to make sure that I graduate in time yeah. versus my passion, because he was well-meaning and he was coming from a place of, like, trying to be fiscally responsible, Um and not break himself and, and our family in order to wow. support me college. So, you mm-hmm. know, I think that most of the time people are well-meaning, um, but that well-meaning is them imparting their fears and imparting their own limitations on you. And um, yeah. you have to be, you have to protect yourself and your space and make sure that your boundaries are set and your standards are set. And so if that means that you can't talk to them about certain things because you know yeah. how they'll respond, you do that, or if that means, you know, you have to find, you have to go out to some meetups and some networking events to find some entrepreneur friends that can help you as you as you start your journey, do that. Um, I can't tell you how many events that I've been to in the last four or five months just meeting people and, and connecting with them and building friendships. Um, and there are people now who I can reach out to um, who, you know, weren't in my network six months ago, but I have them now. And they are supportive and they're uplifting and they have been where I've been and successfully navigated forward. Um, so it's, it's just so important to surround yourself. And if you don't have them currently, you find them. Um, and sometimes like once you start doing the work, they'll come to you. You'll you'll make the connection. One of my design mentors is the mother of a a, a kid I went to grammar school with and high school with.
1: hmm
0: I just happened wow. to be at an event and saw her and I was uh-huh. like, Hey, aren't you so close mom? She's also an interior designer and she's sort of taking me under her wing and been very generous with her time and, and her knowledge and her expertise. But that was only because I, I, I took a step and, and went to an event not knowing anyone there but saw a familiar face and was able to make that connection. Um, so I I firmly believe that when you start taking a little bit of effort it comes to you. What you need comes to you. You will make the connections. You will get the support that you need. But you do have to step out a little bit and 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 take some action behind it.
1: I I I you absolutely have to because um, you and I both know Latasha Wiggins and the way that I met her was that I attended her very first meet up and her and I hit it off. Uh, we're we're you know now really good friends. But um, one of the things, and that's how you and I ended up connecting, was through Atasha. But it's, for me, I do a lot of stuff alone. And and I go to seminars, and um, I'm actually going to something on Saturday. It's like I'm always in a space of learning, um, education, reaching out to other people, because we get so comfortable with our circle. And, oh, you know, this person, I know I could call them and they're going to support me, but... Can that circle really grow you? and if you're always talking to the same person, interacting with the same people how how far can your reach get? You have to get out of your your circle a little bit, and like you say, take that step, go somewhere alone. It's okay, you know i've I've learned to be comfortable with venturing out to different events, and sometimes people invite me somewhere, I say yes. You know, because I'll get that voice inside of me that said, "Go," and I'll go." I' take the guidance that nudged um my intuition that says, "You know see, see what's gonna happen," and I go and I always meet someone i hear i I'll overhear a conversation or someone will mention um a certain name or person website. It's like I have been able to find so much useful information and resources just by going to seminars and meetup groups and and interacting this past weekend, I went to a a group, and I ended up running into two people that I knew that was at the same group that wasn't it wasn't even planned for us to meet up there, but because I felt led to go, it led me to the two of them. I ended up having dinner with them. It turned out that they are opening their own um, – Store um, center and said we would like for you to come and do some speaking engagements and we want to sell your t-shirt line in our store and i just laughed and i said what <laughs> that i got out <laughs> of bed because i kept trying to come up with excuses how to back out i'm tired i just want to rest and i just kept hearing go 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 and i said you know what i'm gonna go to this group i don't know nobody there i'm gonna go and i run into <laughs> people that i knew and I had I didn't know that they were opening a business. I had no idea because people don't put all their business on social media. They It's not posted that that's what they're doing because they're doing it behind the scenes. The only way that I found out why was going to the group. And then we said, hey, you want to grab dinner? We grabbed dinner. Hey, what you been up to? And then that's how it unfolded to the point where, well, wow, now I get to have my uh, one of my designs in the store, I get to now you know host some events at their at their center, and all of that came from getting out of my comfort zone and taking that step. And you have to be willing to take that step and sometimes you're taking steps alone. Uh, mm-hmm. you're, you're not gonna always have somebody with you <laughs> you know when you're doing it. Uh, but it's all it's very important when you have that um, that network. And one of the things that I have found was that you can't always be perfect. I think we, we live in this world or this society where we feel like, you know, the, these type A personalities where it has to be lined up, it has to be a certain way, it needs to look a certain way, it has to be perfect. But making everything perfect is the greatest way that um, that you can fail because that's just not life. In general, everything is not going to be in a straight line. There's a lot of peaks and valleys, ups and downs, curves, <laughs> you know. You've you got to make mistakes along the way. But if you're looking for things to be perfect at all times, I don't think that you can reach success to that level. So for you, what is your take on that?
0: Yeah, I think that perfection perfectionism is crippling. Um, it will stop you in your tracks and it will keep you from moving forward. Um, I think one of the things that we just keep touching on is like moving forward and moving forward and and as you move forward, (laughs) the things that you need come to you and you will not move forward if you're trying to be perfect. It just has to be done well. Take it it as far as you can get it and then let it go. Put it out there. Leave it alone. And as you grow in your skills, You can revisit it and make it even better, but you won't grow if you are stuck there. So it it just perfectionism is crippling, is stifling. It will keep you from moving forward. And I think, like, you know, that's not me saying, you know, don't put forth your best effort and don't try to make it high quality. It's saying do it well. If you can get it to 90%, Uh be happy with it put it down and move on and then once you grow in your skills and your capacity and maybe you have you know the revenue in order to to bring on additional staff who can help you with that um and you true. can revisit it and make it even better but you won't get better if you stay stuck trying to be perfect now it's just it just it's it's not practical it it doesn't work and and that's not what you see um, when you look at other people's brands or other people's, uh-huh. when you look at these big corporations and you feel like you need to, you know, be at that same level, you're discounting the hundreds of people that or thousands of people that work for them. You're discounting the years that they put into it. You're discounting all of these things, the evolution that got them to the place that they are now. And you have to evolve, too. Like it's it's all a process of evolving and getting better and moving forward. But you won't evolve if you stay where you are. And perfectionism will make you stay where you are. I just saw an article pop up, and it was talking about, like, the early logos for different mm-hmm. corporations. Like, you wouldn't even believe what they started out with. And that oh, no. kind of you have to, you know, like, you, you kind of have to, like, be in the, you know, like, in the basics like you you just kind of have to be in a basic space for a while and make it sure that it's done well so that you can evolve and get better,
1: actually Google has changed their logo several times, including the newest logo that they have now um mm-hmm. Google changed quite often over the years um Amazon has changed there are there are definitely I've changed my logo <laughs> it's like i <I've> changed <laughs> uh, you know. It's like, but that's what happened because as you grow or, you know, you get inspiration and new ideas, it, it, the, the, the spirit behind the logo still stands, but there are certain tweaks and modifications, you know, look, color change, you know, different font, you know, I want to make that little swirl, I want to, I want to move this here. It changes over time as you expand and your vision grows, so does certain things. In your career but you will never get there if you won't even put it out because it needs right. to be it, it needs to be great It needs to be spectacular you know <laughs> how many things that people, like. <laughs> that people have put have done and um like um I can't think of her name but she with the Harry Potter books um um J.K. Rowling she talked yep. about how she wrote her book and there are Uh, grammatical errors in her book and she said put it out there and I've seen her give advice that she tells writers stop trying to make it perfect and write your story tell your story and put it out there yeah you may have an error too but if you're saying you're going to go through a hundred edits you're going to continue to have mistakes because everything will never be perfect and I have and I just gave that advice to a friend who said been sitting on a book for six years (laughs) <laughs> or five years and I'm like okay you are well, you putting it out there well I want to make sure it's perfect and I started laughing at her I'm like you have some of the best books in the world that there is an error in it I said so this story and I said tell me about the book the book is like great I'm like man this is a good story but you won't put it out there because you're worried that it's not perfect and I said wow how interesting I said but that's preventing you from helping somebody that needs to hear that story and it's been five to six years and you're still not putting out that story because you need it to be perfect I said how many times have you read it yourself how many times have you given it to other people to go through and read it and I said and it's still not perfect after six years it'll never be then you know with those standards and it will stop you and cripple you from reaching your greatness in life and or, or helping someone else because you're waiting for it to be perfect in order for it to be launched. And like you said, it doesn't, we're not saying give it your best shot and make sure it's great, but how can it ever grow if you don't ever put it out there for anyone to see it, to even know that it exists? Because while you're waiting, someone else is doing it. And someone else mm-hmm. has came up with that idea, and they're like, okay, well, I'm going to go get it. you're not going to get it, I'll get it. While you're talking and stewing over it in your mind and processing and overanalyzing and beating it to death, and someone else is saying, okay, well, I'm going to do that. And um, oftentimes as entrepreneurs, if we want something to grow, you got to put it out there and give it your best shot, and you tweak as you go along, you make modifications, get out of your comfort zone, and go after that thing that you want. And I so often hear people say, I'm so tired of my life, but yet they're not really moving in any real meaningful direction. And it seems like our whole conversation has been talking about moving forward. And it's like, well, you can never get to where you want to be and be the person you were meant to be if you stay in that level of it, it needs to be perfect, it has to be great, it, it needs, it needs, you know, in that comfort zone. Um Absolutely. For, For me, how important? I love. go, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was gonna say I
0: love when I see typos. In books that are published by like major publishing companies or like on the best times best New York Times bestseller list, I love finding typos in those books because it lets me know that no one is perfect. You know, they, no these one. are books that have like machines behind them and they're by the, the most highly regarded experts and this and that, yes. and they have a typo. Like they
1: still have a typo. Can't.
0: There's no <laughs> there's no getting around it because we're all humans. And Michelle so Obama, book, Becoming, perfect. has one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. It's like, it's one of her books. So it's like, goodness. It's like, this is Michelle Obama. It was like, really? Oprah's books have had, it's like, so get over that idea that it needs to be perfect. One of the things that I think uh, that has helped me. Um, and I am a, a, I don't know if you're into vision boards, but I have vision boards and I have goals and I journal, I have a, um, several journals, but one of my journals is a gratitude journal. Another one is, is I like to call it scripting where I am writing out my, I am, and, and even before, um, I forgot what football player said, even before he won the Heisman, even before he won his first Super Bowl, even before he was a millionaire and, you know, a football player, he was that already in mind and spirit. He believed in that. He wrote it down. He visualized it. He, he believed in his spirit. This is who I am. This is what it's going to be. And come hell or high water, I'm going to make this happen for myself. Have you found that to be true for you in in your pursuit for where you're trying to go with uh with your business, the importance of visualizing, writing it down, setting goals, having goals? How important is that?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um so I am um I'm a a I'm learning to become a dreamer. Um mm-hmm. because I think for so long I was the person who tried to be realistic and be rational. Um but I would say maybe within the last several years, I realized that the things that I say happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, oh, absolutely. They come to pass. And mm-hmm. I have, like, it, just in knowing the power of the tongue. I said, okay, forget this. Like I need to make sure that the language that I'm using is crystal clear. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because now I believe my words. And when I say something, I know that it's going to happen. Um, so I journal. Um, I I write affirmations,
1: um oh,
0: wow. I I dream and, and write out big dreams in my journals, um, because I know that I can have them. Um, I was like I had a conversation with my husband the other night and I'm just like you know I know this is. these are the things that I see for us this is what I know is happening and I woke mm-hmm. up to a new potential client outside of my network someone hey. who found me organically you know not someone okay. that I knew or someone I would met myself they reached out to me via my website and then their friend reached out to me via Facebook and was like she doesn't have a Facebook page but I want her to be connected to you I spoke I literally spoke some of those same things the night before and woke up to it the next morning so I know that the power of words are real and I know the power of belief is are, it's it's incredibly real um so I try to make sure that the words that I'm using are uplifting um that the way that I'm speaking to myself is uplifting that the way that I'm speaking to others is uplifting and filled with faith and that requires me to invest in myself and 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 make sure that I'm filled with faith um, because that that's where the overflow comes from is whatever I'm filled with. So if I'm filled with doubt and filled with fear, that's what I'm going spew to out, spew out to everyone else. When yeah. I really invest time and I meditate and I do my devotions and I fill myself with faith, that's what comes out, and that faith activates and it just brings what I say to pass. Um, so I'm excited, and I, I I love to be able to 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 harness that power and that energy, um, to create, because that's, that's honestly, that's, that's what I want to do is, is to create. Um, so I'm, I use words to, to create the life that I want. And it starts with those words.
1: People don't realize the power of words. I say it all the time. You notice how someone always say, I don't have that. I'm broke oh, I'm overweight, I'm this, Mm -mm. I'm this, like, what do you put behind that I am? That will be your reality. If you live in a space of worry, doubt, fear, worry, doubt, fear, worry, doubt, fear, that is your existence, that's your being, that's your fabric of who you are, because every single day you're on autopilot, you wake up, and you're worried, doubt, fear, and what shows up in your life, experiences that cause you to have worry, doubt, and fear, And even um, in my greatest moments, the things that I'm going through personally right now in my life, even through my greatest moments, I wake up and go to sleep with thank you. And I know it's getting better. And my I ams and my in my devotion and my meditation, because I do meditate and I find so much peace and comfort when I do, because I feel like that's when I can hear guidance better and, and connect to. Uh, my my God, my source is by doing that, and it's so important to me to have that relationship and that time. And I am a candle burner. I have my little white. I have my candles, and I I have my uh, aromatherapy. I like lo- I love lavender um, and lemongrass. Yes. I like yes. I girl. The whole house smelled like <laughs> lavender <laughs> and lemongrass because I I need to bring in that calm and relaxation. And, and peace of mind and I tell you that when I write things and speak it and say it it happens. It absolutely happens. And it may not happen the day that I say it, but it comes. And I and you got and you get so tested with your faith, but you have to have unbelievable faith and be conscious of the words that you say. Um, studies have shown that on average we have what about sixty thousand, sixty five thousand thoughts a day. And most of those are subconscious and they're on autopilot. But I think the statistics said 50% of those thoughts are repeat thoughts from the day before and, and they're usually about things you're worried about that things that you're upset about you're you know that that you have fear doubt it's the same repeat so for me it's conscious living I like to call it it's like I am choosing to live consciously I am I am being mindful of the energy I put out I'm being mindful of the people that I keep in my space you know, if I'm always talking to you and all you do is complain about your job and, and who's who's doing what and this is stupid and that blah, 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 and, that's, and that is your existence. So, oh, God, I'm worried about this. And, oh, I'm praying about that. Everything is worried, out fear. I can't be around that. I socialize with that. And so I choose to just come from more of a. Place of of peace and harmony, and knowing and knowing that it's gonna work out because that's what I say that everything works out for me in divine timing. That whatever is coming my way, it's a lesson to be learned. I I bless this lesson and I move on to greater and and better things. And when I come from that space of where I I don't worry about the challenges they come. I'm learning. I get better. Boom. I'm I, now I got another experience under my belt. Now I know how to do something else. When you when you when you choose to come from that space, as opposed to worry and fear and complaining all the time about what's not right and blah, 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 and making excuses or people that um, I don't want to get on a tyrant, but people that do the whole cheat day thing. Oh, I fell off. I'm che- You keep talking about how you want to lose weight yet you always have these fall-off days and these cheat days and, uh, oh, work was bad and this was happening and making excuses, you'll never get to where you want to go in life and that will constantly be on repeat in your experience because you allow those things to keep showing up. You give yourself permission to pretty much fail and then yet you complain about the failures. It's like, well, you can choose to make uh, more of a conscious, Choice in life, but it's really up to you. And most people live on autopilot. So for me, I have a um, a um, accountability partner when it comes to journaling and it comes to um, affirmations. And sh- and we're talking, and it's like, hey, did you write your affirmations? Did you did you journal today? And it was like, yeah, did you? Or or, or, she, or she'll throw out, man, this is the one I'm using today. I'm like, wow, I like that one. I'm going to use that one. And that's what we do. And we keep the other person, you know, motivated. And she'll tell me about her wins. Man, I got a sale out of nowhere. I was in a store and this happened. I started talking about my business. I'll tell her about something. And it's like that momentum, that energy, and choosing mm-hmm. to stay in that space. And we talk about our goals and what we're going to do for the next month and I love to be in that energy because having two people, mo- you know, that momentum, it's like crazy how last week her and I every day had a great story. Man, guess what happened? <laughs> and it was like, yeah, I had this conversation and it was just like, and we laugh about how amazing the experiences are and how it shows up better than you could have imagined for yourself. And for me and anyone that's out there listening to the show and listening to Jamila and I, being an entrepreneur is one thing and I, and I don't believe that everybody that listens in to what's your why is an entrepreneur but if you just want to have a more holistic way of living and being, it comes from living from a place of having faith and knowing and speaking life into into yourself into your situations as opposed to living with fear and doubt and set goals it could be little goals so set goals and keep progressing forward. And get out of your way of fear and doubt because that is the hindrance. Those are not your friends. <laughs> it's like, those <laughs> are your enemies. <laughs> and, and I'm here to tell you that worry, doubt, fear gets you nowhere in life. It it really don't. And what you end up doing is finding more people that, that resonate with that energy and they're right there with you. Girl, I know. Let me tell you what happened on my job. Let me tell you, girl. And it was just like, I don't associate with that. It was like, I'm talking about something positive. Um, I don't know if you I know you mentioned you have an accountability partner and I know you said that when you when words, things that you speak end up happening in your life, I get so Jamila, I get so excited when it happens, it was like, Yeah. It's like I am so fired up about it and, and just looking for what's next to come. And I also say thank you for you know, I always give thanks and gratitude. Thank you for that. Thank you for I, I even say thank you to stuff that haven't happened yet. It's like thank you for, yes. for making it bigger and better than anything I can imagine. How important is that for you with with all that you're doing as far as showing gratitude and, and that space that you live in and like you said of faith and knowing. How important is that for you and your in your walk and your path? Gratitude
0: is incredibly important um, because the, I I feel like it it helps you. One, it helps you appreciate what you do have um, because it's very easy for you to look around and see what other people are having, especially in the social media world where you see people's yeah. highlights and you're like, my highlights don't look like that. Gratitude keeps you grounded in what yeah. you do have. And once you once you are fully aware of what you do have, then you can kind of utilize what you have to get what you want. But you won't be fully aware of what you have if you are not grat- grateful for it. And gra- gratitude opens up the the I feel like it it opens you up to generosity. Um, and I feel like people have been so generous to me, um, and it's it's because I am so grateful for for the time that they spend with me, the, the wisdom that they share with me. I once had a, an old friend, and I think he said one of the things that he loved best about me and, and made him want to do more for me is because I was mm-hmm. so grateful. Like, it's just a little wow. thing, big things. I was just so, so grateful, and it made it inspired him and made him want to do more, Um And it made him more comfortable with sharing and giving because I was so grateful and knew that I wasn't going to take it for granted. And I think I feel like that's how anyone would feel. If you are, if you give a gift to someone Mm -hmm. and they're like, "Uh, thanks, like, it's cool. You know, like okay, well fine. Give me, give me back by right. my shit it's just cool, you know? Um, and I feel like, you know, not that not that, you know, God or whoever you believe in is that petty. But mm-hmm. but I think that energy, you know, it it's it's not yeah, good. You put so it when out you do receive yeah. things, yeah, like when you do receive things it's incredibly important to be to be genuinely grateful because you didn't have to have what you were given. It could have been given to someone else. Um and it couldn't it could've could have been given less, um, and so I think there's, there's always space for gratitude. And, and when you're grateful, it, you get more. I, I That's just been my experience. I don't know the, the the
1: laws behind it, but I know that in my experience, when
0: I've been grateful, um, I'm usually given more.
1: Oh, that that is how it works for me. I, I am grateful for. Um, everything that comes my way that I know that didn't have to happen. And when someone Mm -hmm. just absolutely out of kindness of their heart, you know, give me something with with no expectations or or not looking for anything in return. It's just that, man, I I just want to do it for you. I want to give this to you. I want to help you out. I am beyond grateful and showing my gratitude and humbled by the experience because I know that uh, it didn't have to happen. And have coming from that space for me is important. And I, I have three boys, and so I teach my children that too. It's just that you always show thanks and gratitude because no one had to do that for you. And when things great really happen to you, you say thank you and be grateful for it and come from that space of gratitude um, because more is given. <laughs> you know, sometimes it may be small, even the little things. It, you know what? You'd be just as happy for the small things as if it was the the, the bigger that's that's coming, and I practice that in my um in my life every day. So I cannot believe Jamila that our hour has gone by <laughs> that I told you before we went on air. I was like, the hour will go by so fast. It's just gonna be a conversation. It really did. <laughs> um did. I have enjoyed the conversation. And um I hope that our uh, the listeners uh, was able to get something out of it. How can they reach you? What is your contact information?
0: Sure. Um, so you can reach me via my website wwwm as a dot com and you can find j m. interior Styling, um on Facebook and on Instagram.
1: Awesome, and just if you didn't catch it, can you say it one more time?
0: Sure. Um, so it is www.jm jm as in Michael Interior dot com, um, and you can find JM Interior Stylings
1: on Instagram and on Facebook. Awesome. Everybody, please, please uh, check out Jamila. She has a great story and um, start following her on Instagram, start following her on Facebook. And if you're looking for someone to create that space for you so that when you walk through the door of your home, it's like you're getting a hug. Uh, If you're looking for staging, any of your design needs, uh, please make your way over to her website. And over to her um, social media pages. Jamila, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. Um, yes. it, it's been Thank a great you conversation. So <laughs> you yes. are more than welcome. <laughs> I love that. And Abby. have a happy birthday. Thank you. I-
0: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered jumbacasino.com. It's my
1: little escape.
0: Now Judy's the life of the party.
1: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
0: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs>